and welcome to Watch What Crappens, a podcast for all that crap we love to talk about on Ye Old Bravs. I'm Ronnie. I'm with a gorgeous person today. Gorgeous on the inside, the outside, the all-around side. Spen Mantelker. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ronnie. That is so lovely of you to say. Wow, thank you. Hey, the truth ain't hard to tell. Oh, unless you're, uh, unless you're a Shaw. Uh, Jen Shaw. Um, welcome to the show, everybody. It's Salt Lake City Day. We're on Crappens on Demand video, which I'm so excited about. Also, I'm excited because I have a bright pink color to wear today. Because guess what I just got? I got my Be Real, Be Real Heather sweatshirt in from uh, Crappens merch. So I'm going to stand up to show you. Don't judge my muffin top. Okay, muffins are delicious. Remember it that. Looks, it's, it's, it looks great. Oh. Be real. Can you see it? Be real. You see it? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so there. So go get him at Crappens March, okay? Also, um, uh, what else? <laughs> I don't even know, really, at this point. We're doing so much fun stuff for Christmas. We just talked um, to Cara Berry, who's amazing. Yep. So go listen. I'm sure you guys listened to her already. Put her on your rotation. She's fantastic. We haven't talked to her for a couple of years, I think. Um, mm-hmm. She's great. Everybody's business but my own. Great show. Yeah. Um, we're going to be talking to Matt and Jake from Reality Gaze this week to do the Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie on Netflix, which is really, let me tell you, that is a cinematic piece of genius. So you might yeah, want to really check is. that out. And we're going to be talking to Anisha from Family Karma, which we're super excited about. Hello. Yeah. So um, leave us questions for her. Maybe we'll make a post or something for questions for her. Um, So a lot of fun stuff coming. So listen, while you're doing your holiday cooking, you're wrapping. When you're wrapping your things from the Crappens merch um, and cooking from the Crappens Whole Foods, the Crappens Foods Market, um, Go, you know, ch- just stay here. Stay with us. We'll be here all season long. Yeah, it's going to be a great holiday, December to remember. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, we got a lot going. By the way, I am like sheathed in light today, Ronnie. Look at this. I, I'm feeling br- I, I'm having the, the light of Salt Lake City reflect upon my face right now. The snow light. Oh, oh, we should also mention, by the way, that we do have we are going on tour. And we're going to be making an announcement about that tour in the very first week of January. So be sure to stay tuned because we are so, 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 so excited to be going back out on the road. So for those who are wondering, hey, when are you guys going to go back on, on tour? Just right wait. now. Right now. In about five <laughs> right minutes. Okay. We're on tour right now. Flying about homes. the seat of our pants this time. It's like, okay, we're announcing we're going on tour. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Literally, that's yeah, how it's everyone go. clear your schedules. Okay, <laughs> clear your schedules because you may need a quick turnaround. Yeah, not a lot of advance time this time, but who needs it? It's just us. Okay, so here we are, episode 311, season three, episode 11 High Stakes and Friendship Breaks. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a, another wild episode. This trip to San Diego is really doing a number on these women in Salt Lake City. Wow. I mean, I mean, I can understand it. You know, if I were in a wig in front of like an enormous charcuterie board, I might go a little nuts by the end of the night. You know, it's something that could happen to anyone. Enough charcuterie. Enough. I mean, does that just make you feel fancy eating charcuterie? People who only eat charcuterie. It's not a personality liking charcuterie. You know what I mean? They have it on every episode of this show. 
Go to dinner. Order some fries. There's no fries on charcuterie. What kind of fucking life are you people leading? Well, now, to be fair, this cast has it's a good track record with their fries. Don't forget that they went to the Dirk's Bentley Fry Hut of Scottsdale, Arizona <laughs> earlier this season. So where they got their, their Jack Daniels soaked French fries or whatever, you know, whatever they have on that menu. Whiskey fried potato tots. <laughs> Hasselbeck French fries and whiskey honey jam. Yeah, so this is the big episode where we're supposed to find out how Heather Gay gets that black eye. Spoiler alert, we don't find out. Uh-uh. The hell? No. This is so uncool because now, you know, everybody's going to run around this week saying Whitney's an abuser, you know? Because <laughs> that's kind of how they make it look, or at least that's how I took it. How did you take it? I um, I have to say, all season long, I thought that Heather Gay like trips in the middle of the night and they're going to try to make it seem like there was an attack. But actually watching the footage, it does look like something kind of nefarious is happening. So I have no idea what it is. I'm actually really curious. It probably still will be something dumb. Like Heather's going to walk out her door and like trip on a rock and like hurt her eye in the, at the, in the lawn of NGK's friend who lent them this beautiful house for them to stay at. I think it's going to be like a Rulio. Is that his name? Jen's um, one of Jen's Shaw Squad people. I think that's his name. The one who stole the purse from yeah. Meredith's store. I think he's going to come back and be. And Heather's just Maybe. going to have that. These gays, they're trying to murder me. Maybe it's two chains. Maybe two chains is like I finally found Jen Shaw, and he punches the wrong person because <laughs> uh, they're all in that blonde wig. You know, that's a very mm-hmm. easily that's a very easy way to have mistaken identity, you know? Yeah. So it's day two and glorious, <laughs> glamorous. What? I said, maybe it was Elton John furious that Marilyn was, her legacy was sullied by these women. <laughs> Elton John, the only one who's angry. How Charcuterie in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Candle in the wind. I've got three candles in the wind. Try that queen. Seems to me you lived your life like charcuterie in the wind, <laughs> never knowing where the salami was hidden under the grates. <laughs> uh, I'd like to get to eat your pork chop, but you ate it all. Fortunately, you left a bone, but there's what no side sauce at all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Elton, a Elton John and a fig jam, but no more little toes. <laughs> <laughs> so glamorous, glorious San Diego. Everybody's going. San Diego, the place where dreams come true. So it's uh, day number two, and uh, Meredith Marks is making eggs. So, uh, you know, from the same person who gave you white bean salad comes Eggs by Meredith Marks. Eggs X Merrill. It's like a collab. Meredith Marks X Eggs. (laughs) And then we find out that Dana is an egg person. You know, Dana comes down and she's like, what kind of eggs are they? Cage free? Organic? Blue? Blue foam? Orange foam? It's like, okay, Dana, who cares? What the fuck do you care? What are you going to re- resist an egg right now? Really? I'd like to see you try, ma'am. And Meredith's like, whatever was in the refrigerator. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I saw some eggs and thought maybe there's a little toddler in there, and I thought maybe it was Brooks. Just a little egg, a little chickadee egg. I'm gonna make it for breakfast. And then Dana asks another. She's like, "So we're going to the beach today? Is it Mission Beach?" What, what the fuck questions? What do I look like a question and answer kiosk at a mall? What the fuck do you care? Do you have a do you have a beach that you'd like to complain about in San Diego? What's going that on? That was just here? her little way. I, I think that was like her little way of being like, I've been to San Diego before. Yeah. I know I, that I know that Mission Beach exists. I think that Dana's like, I need to do more on this show, so I'm gonna come here acting very discrimin like someone with very discriminating tastes. You know? Yeah. She's like, Well, what kind of eggs? I need to know the kind of eggs. Well, what beach? What beach? Oh, you're going, okay? This is still your audition round. You're going wherever the fuck they tell you, and you're going to eat whatever kind of eggs they plop on the plate. So sit down and fight with somebody, please. Seriously. So then, um, and then in the pool, some of them are in the pool, and uh, Whitney is sitting sort of on a shelf, and she's kind of doing a bicycle motion with her with her legs, and Angie K is like, did you work out this morning? And Whitney's like, this is my workout right now. I'm being real with my legs. So then um, Lisa is like, I'm doing well, the real master. <laughs> real for real. So Lisa's like, my workout was running my mouth last night. Yeah, yeah. Because listen, we have all dealt with this for a long time. And it was like, Pratrato. What was that? Pratrato. 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 What happened to me on that boat was ridiculous. Okay. And I was like, really upset about that. Yeah, there's no reason to come at me, and I won't be pushed and yelled at like that. I'm telling you right now. And I'm her friend. Yes, I'm her friend. But I don't want to be pushed by friends. I don't want to be pushed by friends. And Lisa is like, um, uh, uh sorry. Lisa's like, uh, I'm there for all the Jen times, you know. And then we get a clip of Jen basically being horrible, you know, which is good for every yeah. episode. Just. If you don't have much, if you've just got footage of a lady talking about eggs, cut to a Jen Shaw greatest <laughs> greatest hits. I know. Clip. <laughs> what about my eggs? So then Angie is like, you know what's crazy is she doesn't even remember pushing you, which is hilarious. She doesn't even remember paying for uh, her coach's party, but that makes sense because she didn't because I paid for that. That was me. And when he goes, that is the problem. Much like Heather doesn't even remember we were in a fight. Like Whitney, again, uh, trying so hard this always. whole vacation to center herself. And she does it in the clunkiest way. Speaking of not having memory, Heather doesn't like memory foam. And I'm like, sleep better. Maybe then you won't be so mean to me. Remember when she was mean to me? It's like, Whitney, <laughs> you could get there in a much shorter way. Land the plane, Whitney. <laughs> and so Angie's, Angie's like, well, when we were in the hot tub, you were talking about uh, taking a friend break from her. How was that going? And then we see Whitney last week saying, At a very basic level, if Heather can't validate my feelings and hear me when I have, then I have to take a friendship break. Okay, so are you saying you want her to look at your cavities? No, she needs to validate my feelings. So nothing with your teeth. No, my feelings from my heart. So you have cavities in your heart? Is that what you're saying? I'm just trying to follow. Honestly, I don't even know if she's aware of our friendship break. I don't know. I'm so confused. She hasn't even noticed. <laughs> well, maybe that's because you're still hanging out with her and talking with her and stuff. 
Yeah. <laughs> what is she supposed to guess? Are you like, what do they call it right now? The trend where people are quitting, but they're not telling anybody. Quiet quitting? Yeah. Or did you quiet quit your friendship? You can't do that. <laughs> you have to actually have the conversation. I'm, I want to take a break. Otherwise, you're just ignoring someone, you know, that can use that, against, use that against you later. Whitney would really fuck up quiet quitting. I quit, but quietly. Well, you're not supposed to say anything. You can't take my voice. <laughs> <laughs> She's like mad at quiet quitting. <laughs> so um, Whitney's like, yeah, it's confusing because we were like in a neutral place. But then she got blasted by Jin, and then she tried to, like, pull me into it. And then they were saying, like, Whitney, you did it. And then I was like, what? How could you do this? How could you pull me? I was like, cut away from Whitney, please. <laughs> can't take this. She's like, the, she's like the thing in the vending machine that pushes out the candy little spiral thing. It's like... Oh, and it always fucks up. And you're like, you're... <laughs> perfectly made you should be just perfect give us- <laughs> at this job <laughs> just give us the m&ms already <laughs> m&ms like i'm like do m&ms have arms like how the m&ms just like hanging there by its head. like <laughs> it's all the way down except for one tiny corner like completely defying gravity and whitney <laughs> Yeah, the Eminem's just like, I have somewhere to be. Be real with me. You're not being real. It's like, I have to get out of, I've been ordered out of here. So then um, we see a clip of Jen saying, "Um, and and she was at choir auditions. And Heather's like, I had no idea she was going to show up with Whitney. No idea. (laughs) I thought she would come in her own car. I love that Heather is so good about just switching the argument a little bit. So that she's right. not in trouble. Like, she can't be called the liar because she didn't say she didn't know that she was going to show up. She didn't know she was going to show up with Whitney. But nobody's mad right. about that in the first place. Oh, Heather. I like your tricks. They're very broad and obvious, but they still trick Whitney, which is good enough for me. Right. Um, and it is also funny that Whitney's accusing of Heather of always bringing people in because that's actually also Whitney's whole thing. She's so, Whitney's whole thing is to do um, an aggressive point at everyone around the table. You told this one and this one and this one and this. You told, now the lasso, you told everyone. That's what she does. Like It's like, uh, we're just getting a Starbucks order, Whitney. She's like, no, no. But what about a Starbucks order for all of us? Because we all want a Starbucks order. It's like, okay, Whitney. Okay. <laughs> So Lisa's like, guys, I'm going to grab a cat cat and start the day. Uh, so then we go to Heather and Dana hugging in the kitchen. And Dana's seeing how she is. And Heather's like, just shitty. I mean, wow. And Meredith's like, oh, would you like some coffee? I've made you some coffee. Cracked a couple of coffees onto a skillet. But it right into this cup. Delicious, thanks. <laughs> yeah, she's like, Dana's like, what kind of do. coffee? What kind of coffee is that? Shut up, Dana. Drink your single coffee. Single origin, single origin, or <laughs> fair trade. Rainforest beans. I'm really, really big on coffee. So. Is this Illy? So um, Heather's like, wow, you're doing a surprisingly very good job in the executive assistant role, Meredith. And Meredith is like, huh, well, you want to give me a job? <laughs> So then Heather is talking to Lisa, and she's like, yeah, I'm just trying to, like, wake up. Like, what day is it? Where am I? Who's my friends today? Like, who are my enemies? Who are my friends? And she says, last night, it was very clear that Jen was saying, pick me or pick Angie. And her loyalty should give her a free pass with Jen. 
So she doesn't know what's going on. You guys need to get some different fights. <laughs> I can't. The loyalty fight, I just don't understand it anymore. I mean, you know, Real Housewives of New York in its prime, they just didn't even bother with this. They just all were like, we can all be friends and all be enemies all at the same time. Let's do this. So uh, basically, she's like, um, yeah, she's hoping that she gets this free pass. And Lisa goes, well, what did you think about dinner last night? And she goes, well, I thought it was horrible, you know, horrible. So then it cuts to Jen waking up and then she goes and she hugs Angie, which is what's so crazy about this whole thing. She treated Angie so terribly yesterday. Okay, she cost Angie $1,500 yesterday. And now they're hugging and Jen's like, oh, I'm really sorry. I really love you. I love you. And she's like, that's okay. That's okay, Jen. It's okay. Yeah, she's like, it was just a bad night, Jen. It's been a bad weekend. It was a bad night. And she's like, I know. I'm sorry. I love you. Because Angie stuck up to her, you know? And so mm-hmm. Jen is like, oh, shit. I can't have the girl I brought onto the show turning on me already. So that, that's that one. So then Lisa's still talking to Heather. And she's like, here's my take. You and Jen were not in a good spot. I feel like there was a lot of flip-flopping, and I tried to point that out. That's what I was doing. And Heather's like, well, everyone's trying to point out that Jen has been talking shit behind my back. And Lisa's like, it's not mad shot. It's just about feelings, okay? There's a difference, okay? And Heather's like, well, why is everyone calling her a flip-flopper? She goes, well, because she's flip-flopping on her fallings, okay? That's all. So then it goes up to Jen, and she's like, Angie, I wasn't trying to disrespect you at all. I was just, like, trying to have fun. And I I didn't think you'd take it that way. I didn't think you'd be weak like that. And Angie's like, well, you know I'm sensitive. And that's one of the things about me. I mean, I'm a good person. I'm a good person, but I do get my feelings hurt. And I hate that the conversation had to come out that way. You know where I reminded all of America that you did not pay for the bills and that I paid for everything and that I basically bought two horses, but one of the horses was in the shape of a party. I mean, I feel terrible that that had to come up, Jen. But you know what I love about the whole thing, Jed? After yesterday, I still had love for you, you know, because you acknowledged that I have always been there for you, Jen, always been there. And, you know, you acknowledge that I have loyalty. You acknowledge that Electra has the best six horses that I bought after your sad little party. You acknowledge that, <laughs> and I appreciate it. You acknowledge that I'm prettier than you. That was what was great. And Jen's like, yeah, well, I hope you know that that's because I love and I care about you. <laughs> Clip of her throwing the shoes in the water. That's right to that. Uh, so Angie goes, I love you too. I love you too. And watching Electra trying to do dressage with your party was really a special moment for me. So Angie's, and then Angie tells us. So now Angie's just saying how great Jen is. And then she tells us, Jen has a pattern. She wants to take back everything she does and expect you to move forward like nothing ever happened. But I look at Jen differently now. I'm like, no, you're moving forward like nothing ever happened. What are, you, what are you talking about? Yeah. And But back to Jen. She's like, well, I love you so much, Jed. We're going to have such a fun day. You look great, by the way. You look great, by the way. Oh, oh you look great, by the way. You look great, by the way. You're so subdued today, Jen. And that's what I love about you is that you're so subdued in the face of being around somebody who's so much prettier than you, which you admitted <laughs> last night. So I thank you. Thank you for that. As a, as a good person, talking to someone who may be legally deemed a bad person, you are just so pretty. I just have to say that. Wow, mm-hmm. Jen. Wow. 
Um, so then we go to Heather, and Heather's like, yeah, we just have a toxic relationship with Jen. All of us have the same toxic relationship. And then we just get another clip of Jen being raging and insane, you know? Yeah. And she's like, I don't want to have to abandon her at one of the lowest points in their life. That's usually when I like to befriend people. It's just that this lowest point has been going on for so long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, and you know, I love Jen, but the stakes keep getting raised. You know, before it was like, oh, just Jen's shop behavior, but now it just seems more destructive. And Lisa and I just get the brunt of Jen's frustration and anger. I'm like, so stop being friends with her. It's stop like a pretty simple thing. And also, you only care. I can't believe she even admitted that Lisa's always getting the brunt of Jen's bad behavior, but you love it when you're not also the brunt of the bad behavior. So enjoy your karma, ma'am, because you've never had any sympathy for Lisa before with any of this, you know? Now all of a sudden you're like, you know, buddies in the foxhole. Is that what they call it? I so, think so. <laughs> Feels right. Uh, so anyway, she's like, yeah, and then Whitney, I mean, Whitney's my go-to girl, and I haven't been able to hang out with her, and now all of a sudden she's going skiing with you guys. I mean, I would like to be given a little grace. <laughs> you know, I'm trying hard to love you and be your friend. Well, how do you want to handle it? She goes, okay, well, why don't we knock on Jen's door and say, hey, Last night was rough. I love you, but we're in a very toxic relationship, and it's fueled by really fun times with a lot of alcohol, and it's followed by tough times with a lot of tears. This is Lisa's fault. Lisa made me say this. How about we say that? <laughs> Sounds good. So then uh, they gather in the living room, and they're all, Lisa tells us, I'm so excited for a beach day. This is definitely not drugs and queso. I can tell you that. Wait, did I say queso? Okay, oh my gosh. This is not like Turks and queso. Damn it. This is not like Turkey and Waco. Damn it. <laughs> I'd rather be in jerks and pesos. <laughs> this is not like a dish of turkey with queso on the side. Yeah. Am I saying it right? <laughs> I want white sand and beaches, but you know what? It's better than the frigid cold. Don't use any of that, by the way. Don't use that. <laughs> it's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So they all go to this beach, and there's a guy, one of the worst people on Bravo, just right at the end of the year, this guy, just terrible. He's like, welcome! Welcome! It's the best day of the year! We got games! Woo! Welcome to Beach Genie! I was like, oh god, this person. Oh, how many how many beach experiences has this person ruined? God, no kidding, John. Sit down. And you know, I think a Coke shipment arrived to San Diego this week because, wow, a lot of these San Diego people, like the waiter at the restaurant, oh, is I also, I was like, wow, you guys, are we all, did Adderall just start getting stocked again at the pharmacy? What's happening? You know what I wrote in my notes at that, at the charcuterie restaurant? I literally was like, I didn't write down anything about the waiter. I just wrote, leave space for Ronnie to hate this waiter. <laughs> And I'm not lying. I literally wrote that. But in this case, we've got John. And John's got an assistant named Kristen. <laughs> I know. They're both there. It's like double trouble, you know? And she's like, and I'm Kristen. Welcome to Beach Genie Setup. <laughs> and no one is excited. Everyone's just staring like, what the fuck? What the fuck is, is Comcast Universal making us do as part of their corporate synergy? Because, you know, Beach Genie is probably some weird acquisition that uh that they made 
I found out, by the way, oh, it doesn't matter. It's a stupid story. Never mind. It's just about no, Pritz. you have to say now. What? Well, my cousin's fiance was like, have you ever heard of Priv? I was like, have I ever heard of Priv? Excuse me, man. They are icons in the Comcast Universal Synergy space. But it was just that I thought I had a story. I didn't have a story. She just asked about Priv. Oh, so, <laughs> you didn't find out what happened to Priv? Well, no, Priv she used to represent. She's in PR and she used to represent Priv. Uh-huh. And where are they? Why are they not on Bravo anymore? I'm not used I to think- seeing people with faces <laughs> the same color as their neck skin. That's weird. I need I think- a, the kabuki <laughs> mask of Priv. Okay. I think Priv Privd itself. I think like Priv actually put like the, ye- the that big yellow foundation on its like <laughs> corporate structure and everything went, went awry. It's gone. I like that Priv had standards. It's like, we're going to force you to put us on Bravo on every housewife show, but we're only doing the face. We're not doing necks and shoulders. <laughs> and we're going to go for like a... A corn chowder color that's going to go on your face. It doesn't matter your skin tone. It doesn't matter if you're black or white. It's just going to be shiny and yellow with a little bit of glitter in there. It's like a metallic, the metallic corn chowder color. The point is Beach Genie is the new Priv. Mm, They're terrible. And also they're like, oh my God, we've set up so many games for you. And people are like, really? We have to play fucking games? And thank God Jen forgot her bullhorn at home. But she doesn't need one because she's Ben. She's she's Ben. Sorry. She's Ben. Wow. Excuse me. Sorry. I'll give you a bullhorn, babe. (laughs) I'd love to hear you, you know, screaming over everything at all times. Yeah. That's what everyone on the beach wants to hear. Me on a bullhorn saying, oh, guys, I have a great story about Priv. Oh, wait. No, it's not a story. It's a reference. (laughs) Um, My cousin's fiance um, likes bullhorns. So. (laughs) Cousin's fiance represented Priv at one point. Um, uh, but anyway, this whole thing just gave me flashbacks to Cynthia Bailey. Like, this is like a Cynthia Bailey beach day. Remember when they went to Greece and they had to do these activities like this? Yeah. So, um, they're but Cynthia's going- were more fun because it's like, okay, put these balloons on your butt. And then you have to run across the sand. And then when you get to that little pole right there, you have to say that Kyle's butt's big. I'm sorry. What? Why are you crying? <laughs> Why are you crying? <laughs> yeah, well, she definitely had improved her beach games by the time it got to Girls Trip. <laughs> but, um, uh, well, also what's funny is that on The Real Housewives of Atlanta, since they are a more successful show, they had a whole area of beach that was cordoned off for them. But on this show, they basically had like a patch. And they were just like ladies, people, just anyone walking around. <laughs> like You saw them doing their activities. And it was just like, there's Pam. There's Pam from, you know, Redondo Beach, who, who made her way down to San Diego for the day with her, you know, her big gulp walking by trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Uh, so the first thing is sandcastles, and they split up into teams, and Whitney and Heather are the captains, and they're going against each other. Because Heather's like, I would love a chance to go against Whitney. I was like, you were just saying you wanted to make Whitney your friend or something five minutes ago. You know? Yeah. So they have to make these sandcastles, and Heather's like, okay, Jen, Angie, here's what we're going to do. We're going to keep it simple. Jen just like hits her in the head with a baseball bat and pours something on her head. <laughs> just kidding. Hope you're not mad. Yeah, Heather is like, uh, she's like, guys, the way we win this is with creativity. Okay, we got to think outside the box. All right, everyone. And while she's giving this pep talk, Angie has like taken out some lipstick and is like trying to apply it to Heather while she's talking. And then to Jen while she's talking, she's like, here, guys, this is going to get me into the cast. I can tell this is the final touch. I just have to apply lipstick and then I'm a cast member forever. Uh. 
<laughs> and Jen's like, okay, well, we want it to be something about the trip, so tiki's. Um, yes, do a tiki torch sandcastle, please. <laughs> so they decide ultimately that they're going to do a um, an evil eye sandcastle because you know when you look at John and his assistant Kristen, you know these are people who are like they're artists, really. They're going to respond really well to abstract <laughs> interpretations of sandcastles. Uh... The evil eye gets made, and Gretchen's like, however, <laughs> camera wore an evil eye to my party. Uh, that is actually exactly what I thought of when they said evil eye. Like, I'm sad that that's where my mind goes. Just Gretchen. <laughs> well, that was the first uh, episode of Orange County. I think that we recapped. Is it? That's just in my head. I, I feel like remember. I think that that's oh, I think that that's true, but that's the first one that I recapped in any anyway. The first one I'd ever really seen the full thing of, and I was like, "What the hell is this? This is amazing!" They're fighting <laughs> over an evil eye hat, and it just kept going because their whole thing was like, "We're gonna be friends now!" Like that was the season <laughs> they were gonna be friends. Oh, so good. Okay, sorry, I'll let yeah. that go. It was like thirty thousand years ago. Let's just let Listen, it go. It was in the pre-priv days, you know. So, um, so now they are making, now they start and they're like making their, their castles. And there's a lot of, it's kind of funny because Meredith has to like make a, she's fetching buckets of water and she's just walking slowly. She's like, well, I'm not going to rush myself to go into the ocean. Like one thing that I've learned about making sandcastles with my toddler, Brooksy, is that you don't rush the process. Yeah. Meredith Xanax use this year is really applaudable. You know, I think she's doing a great job. She's just like, her head's just, like, it's still doing the nine, but it's doing it real slow. And she's just walking with that bucket. She's like, I don't think you're gonna win. <laughs> like a child yeah, starts was... crying. Not you, not Brexing. It was <laughs> Like, in the different context, it could have been a terrifying moment in a horror movie, like, some some ghosts like i don't think you're gonna win like please let me out of the house i don't <laughs> think you're gonna win i'll never tell every line that she utters could be that when she's in her xanax slow mode you know <laughs> what kind of Whatever. eggs are we having Whatever's in the refrigerator. It's like, don't, 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 don't. This Halloween. Coming from Paramount Pictures. <laughs> from the producers of Smile comes <laughs> Marks. I watched that I movie. Know, I smile? Yeah, I just watched it the other day. I liked was it. Was it scary? Oh, yeah. God forbid you smile at anybody. <laughs> 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 God forbid. God forbid. It's like there's someone showing up and they're smiling at me. I'm like, sounds like the best ghost I've ever heard of. What are you bitching about? <laughs> Can't wait for the sequel. Hold the door open. <laughs> God forbid. Oh no, that ghost held the door open for me. They must be suffering from generational trauma. And the third of the trilogy, how are you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> the moment you hear of friendly greeting it's too late <laughs> um so they keep doing these stupid games you know just because i've written notes 
for an hour and a half doesn't mean I have to talk about the games for an hour and a half. I need to remind myself. <laughs> I know. That. And yet I found myself, I was I was like rolling my eyes. I was like, ugh, stupid. On the one hand, I was actually happy. I was like, thank God, I don't have to take notes about this. I can just watch them build sandcastles. Uh, and then, of course, I wound up taking a million notes because um, I really enjoyed them whipping themselves into a frenzy. And Angie, Angie's really trying to make herself useful. She's like, can I pour? Can I pour? Can I pour? She was like really stealing Lisa's line, you know? Oh. Can I touch? And then Whitney's then, team is making, they're just dumping buckets over, like the <laughs> shape making buckets over and uh, kind of putting them in a big clump. And Whitney's like, our fortress even has a VIP entrance gate and a saloon in the basement where I'm going <laughs> to sign my sandpapers, leaving Mormonism. Quit hey. Mormonsand.com, beach. Can we use that seashell as a stripper pole for this sandcastle? Can I get a no Shelly to come in here <laughs> no to watch Shelley. me sign my papers? No Shelly! <laughs> well then actually I I was just like, oh, this is so stupid. And then I became so angry. And I you already know what I'm angry about, right? You know what I'm angry about. Charcuterie. Charcuterie. No, that there was no castle in the shape of charcuterie. But um <laughs> shellcuterie. Um, no, I was angry because I mean, I thought the evil eye castle looked kind of dumb, to be honest. But then Whitney came over and literally knocked it over. I was like, excuse me, you have deprived me of giving an architectural review of these two sand castles. That one I was really looking forward to it. I was so mad. Yeah, Winnie's that asshole. You know, I was like, that, that game's dumb. I'm going to wreck yours. So she wrecked it. And Heather's like, that means we automatically win, right? And the guy's like, no, we're going to go back and look at the footage. <laughs> and she still loses, even though Whitney totally cheated. Heather still yeah. loses. That's got to sting. So next up is potato sack races. Now that really <laughs> does sting for anybody with thighs that stick together. Potato sacks are not fun. Okay? I've had yeah. a lot of chafing field days in a potato sack. I'm going to tell you right now. And if anybody wants me to play a potato sack with them, go fuck yourself. I'm never going to play it with you. Okay? So don't mm-hmm. even ask me. Well, yeah, um, I'm fine with potato sack racing. I just, my issue is more with cornhole. I don't like playing cornhole. Have oh, I talked God. about this? Who triggered you with cornhole? Jeez, you're going to, cornhole's you know come back to you. Man, Here's- cornhole is not trying to kill you, man. Cornhole it was smiling at you. me. Cornhole, if you see cornhole smiling. no Cornhole I, smile. Here's Okay, here's what I think cornhole should be re- renamed. Picking up bean bags that are a little bit away. You know, like, that's all you're doing is, like, throwing bean bags and then walking to pick up other bean bags. And then you come back and throw more bean bags. Yeah. You gotta walk and pick up. I don't, I'm, that's not thrilling for me. I don't want to pick up bean bags all day. All right. Well, you know what it happens all over the world and it's a great sport and families love it. Well, so, um, they can love it. Okay. I'm not giving a yes and to cornhole. Mm-hmm. So potato sack race. Um, Dana gets Dana gets some good. Wow, I think she cheated. Just kidding, <laughs> just kidding. Um, I feel so bad for the editors sometimes. Should guys, let's. I need everybody in here for a meeting. Dana accused someone of cheating in a light way. Should we keep that in the episode? We've got to get thirty seconds off. Where are we going to get it? I think that was hey, a good uh, moment for Dana. Let's keep that in. We've decided we're gonna we're gonna supersize this episode, so why don't we keep uh, the potato sack race? 
<laughs> this like, is thanks. definitely one of those that they made super size, and then they just show people walking into restaurants longer. You know? Yeah, that's all that it was. But then Jen shoves over Whitney, which was fun, and then um, and then finally they have bubble soccer. Um, someone on the internet they theorized that actually Heather Gay's uh, black eye may be um, from the bubble soccer, like a like a late act, a late onset black eye. I don't think that's true. A I don't late think onset black. I mean, wouldn't it have hurt at all? I mean, if it's that black of an eye, I mean that's a big puffy black eye. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really know. So anyway, they're playing. They they play bubble soccer. Um and um. Heather's mad. They lose. Mad. So then they go <laughs> to Heather, um, Dana, and Angie K. And Heather is like, so, girl, hey, noobs, how are you liking the trip? Speaking of, isn't Whitney a bitch? And um, <laughs> Angie's like, well, day one, I wanted to go home. I just wanted to go home. And that is the truth. I said, husband, come pick me up here. I'm just kidding. If a car shows up here to take me away from this goddamn TV show, we're divorcing. (laughs) But really, I wanted to go home. And everybody got upset. And then the next day, everyone's fine. I just don't understand how it works. What are you, you're the worst offender. What are you talking about? And you completely destroyed your friend in one day after she threw water or whatever champagne on you. And then the next day, you're kissing her butt. You don't have any room to complain. Yeah, and by the way, we say this from a place of we're disappointed. We love the direction you were going in. You folded too quickly. Yeah. We were ready for the long game, okay? (laughs) Many episodes. So um, so Heather's like, yeah, I mean, what happened? You guys were holding hand in the sprinter van. I I mean, I must have missed the whole convo. Then we see that in the van. Andrew's like, hey, you guys, I just want to let you all know that your hostesses sat down and reconnected and thanks for coming to my room, bitch. <laughs> no, she said, thanks for coming to my room and being my bitch. So oh, she's just publicly, yeah, she's just publicly announcing that Jen has apologized to her and now Jen is her bitch, you know? She's trying Got to power it. move Jen. I just, this isn't going to work out well for you. Yeah. So um, Heather's Heather's like, well, I've been there with Jen before. And Angie's like, you know, she felt really bad. She views me as family. And I don't think she realized how uncomfortable it was going to make everyone when she poured champagne over my head for no good reason when I had paid a horse value of money to her party. Yeah. And Heather's like, I don't know why there's so much conflict, but I don't want to have conflict. So with Jen and Lisa, I just want this resolved so we can eat friends. We can eat friends. We can be friends. <laughs> I want to both eat you guys as well as DVDs of seasons one through seven of Friends. Wow, this Housewives is the craziest. Like, hey, did you see that Housewives fight? They got into it so bad that one house housewife literally ate another housewife. Wow, we cannot believe it. They're taking it too far. <laughs> so now they're going to split to do activities. One group is going to go surfing, and then Lisa, Heather, and Jen are going to go have lunch slash have a mini intervention for Jen, which, of course, is going to be horrific. <laughs> yeah, this is going to go well, guys. Um, so uh, some of them surf. The rest of them are surfing. And it's the scene we've seen literally 9 million times on this show. Where there's like a hot guy and they're like, oh my god, it's a hot guy. And then he's like, here's how you surf. And like, oh my god, we're surfing. And then somebody falls and then like somebody doesn't. Okay, the end. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a crappens commercial. So then um, we go to lunch. Jen and Lisa and Heather are having lunch. And they're not just having lunch, but they're really sneaking off to a famous ass place. 
They're at world famous coastal cuisine. Yeah. Um, is, was it called coastal cuisine or is it just serving coastal cuisine? Cause I was like, this I was like this. Welcome to the world famous unnamed restaurant that has rest food. That's so famous. It's been famous for 30 years. Well, like, the know. only sign they had that I saw said world famous coastal cuisine. <laughs> and then under in small letters, it said otherwise known as woof a the new Vanderpump show. <laughs> Woof <Wolf or cooker. laughs> So Jen, Jen is allergic to shellfish when she announces this when she's ordering. And Heather's like, oh, great. Oh, God. Now there's an allergic reaction involved. I mean, I'm already responsible for the Chris Harrington webpage. And now I'm going to be responsible if there's a trip to the ER. <laughs> are these meatballs? And they're like, uh, those are mushrooms. So, um, Heather just starts right in. She's like, today is a great day, but yesterday, that was hard for me. It was hard for you. It was hard for you. It was hard for her. Waitress, did you have a hard day? The waitress had a terrible day yesterday, and we need to talk about it. And Jen's like, I'm unsure of what was even going on. And Lisa's like, yeah, yesterday was rough, because it started difficult. And then on the boat, like, I thought you and I were fine on the boat. I thought I thought we were fine. You were the cat to my cat. <laughs> and she's like, well, you and I are fine. And I'm sorry because, you know, I think I was like bugged with like you, Lisa, because like, obviously, obviously, I'm like not a mean person. And like, <laughs> oh, really? Clearly, Bravo has huh? no footage of me being a mean person <laughs> whatsoever. Like, obviously, like they're not going to have like five different montages in this episode alone. So, Roll like, that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> Seriously. And she goes, look, I'm not going to just like throw champagne on someone. I'm like, mm, I don't know that to be true because you actually did just throw champagne on someone for no reason. Yeah. She's like, I was just trying to lighten it up. I just felt like you didn't give me a chance to like, you know, like we didn't talk about it. So I'm sorry if I was mean to you because like you were like, I was just mad at like Angie and like you were with Angie. And that's why. Because I'm a fun person and nobody understands me. I'm like, oh. God, this woman it, like is off her goddamn rocket, it's, right? My God, it's fascinating seeing she creates a lie about why she did it. She did it because she was pissed because Angie took the master bedroom and then primary bedroom. But then she like she then realizes that like sh- no one was like down, no one got her back on it. Was like yeah, Jen. She realizes she's in the wrong, so she comes up with a different story about how she was actually just trying to be funny because people were confused by the tour, which they weren't, and now. It's interesting because I believe I think that now she be- is believing her own lie, and this is her new reality. So um, you know, it's great. It's it's a great habit for someone who's on trial for uh, conning people. Uh, you know, when you create up your own realities. Yeah, and Lisa's like, yeah, but listen, I was just like trying to say, Jen, are you my friend? Jen, are you my friend? Jen, are you my friend? And you wouldn't even say it. She goes because I was mad at Angie. Like, okay, that logic only works in your head, though. You understand? And Lisa's like, yeah, and I guess I just took the brunt of it. Okay, everything's been explained. Glad we had this talk. (laughs) Yeah. Heather's like, I want to talk about what happened at dinner. First of all, there were no little turkey meatballs. So upset about that. Second of all, you gave me an ultimatum. Like, do you think our friendship is toxic? And Jen goes, yes, because we hashed us out of the house, at my house. And I told you, like, are you okay with, like, what Angie did? And are you going to continue being our friend? And Heather's like, um, 
are you unclear with me being okay with what you did? Because I'm not okay with it whatsoever. And she goes, well, I just I just feel like you flip-flop all the time. Because that's the word of the episode, flip-flop. Everyone's going to say it at some point, so this is my turn. Flip-flop. You flip-flop all the time. <laughs> yeah. You're so friends with her. You don't hold her accountable. And now there's like, um, I thought you understood that this was bigger than all of us. And you understood. I was like, what is she talking about? That's the thing on this show. They're all nuts. You know, like, what are any of you really saying? And so then Lisa's like, oh, can I say something? How you talk to me was hurtful. Like, they can't stay on the same thing. And Heather's like, listen, we were good that day we talked on the couch, right? And we left. And she's like, yeah, but then, you know, you invited her. And she goes, but we were good. So how do you think I felt a couple days later when you're in a hot tub at Whitney's house? talking shit about me and she's like but i didn't talk shit either and so we see the clip of this and um jen is saying well i feel better and when i walked into choir auditions and found out heather's not in charge because if heather was in charge this is not a real thing yeah it was like a long sequence of jen talking shit about heather so once again jen lying and heather's like yeah. i mean when with you it's like ride or die or like you're dead to me you know and lisa goes yeah i want to be around you and like and you you and you and not have to worry about like what the fuck's gonna happen today like can i just touch can i just touch and jen like my world has been rocked for the last 24 hours do you know what it's like when you find out that your limited edition pay less sneakers might be in the pacific ocean my world was rocked rocked she's like i don't even know what this is about <laughs> well it was like thank you finally jen speaks for the audience <laughs> and heather's like it's a cycle a cycle of throwing shoes and laughing and feeling the sun shining but then some days it's not shining and one day that's going to be my shoes and that's terrifying and toxic yeah it's terrifying and toxic when it's you but when it's someone else's shoes it's the funniest fucking thing you've seen all day heather that's the point you're a flip-flopper yeah. and you're a hypocrite okay now, if it were flip-flops that were thrown in the ocean, that's okay. That's a low low investment. But, um, yeah, she's like, does this, you know, like, we're laughing, but, like, and the sun is shining, but the sun doesn't shine on the same dog's ass every day. I'm like, actually, I think it literally does. I think there's literally only one sign to, sun to shine on a dog, so I think that's just the only sun that's on that dog's ass. But that's a technicality. So Heather's like, she's like, you know what? If I believe cor- correctly, if I behave correctly, you'll treat me better? Is that what you're saying when you call me a flip-flopper? And she's like, no, your actions don't align with what you verbally tell me. Yeah, and she just goes, um, figure it out, Jen. She goes, no, you figure it out. Because you, you flip-flop so much, you should be wearing flip-flops right now. Because that's how much you flip-flop, flip-flop wear. Hey, does anyone have some Good sand burn. for Heather to walk in? She's in flip-flops, flip-flopper. <laughs> Oh my god, I can see your toes, flip-flopper. Oh Good luck going to a black tie function, because you're wearing flip-flops. Which you shouldn't wear at a black tie function, <laughs> by the way. Okay, so it's clear, the way black tie function works is that you wear like something like a ball gown. <laughs> and then you can wear an open-toned shoe, fine, but just can't be a flip-flop. <laughs> so then Heather's like, I can see her wheels turning, because we're holding her accountable, and I can see on her face, and here by her flip-flop, jokes that she (laughs) she's not liking this she's not liking it yeah Heather's like look I love and care about you but when I came to San Diego and saw go from co-host to champagne on the head to stories about Electra getting a horse and then it escalated and escalated and then it came to Lisa and then have it come full circle 
back to me with an ultimatum in a situation that I kind of put on myself. Well, now I have to choose between you and Angela, because I know her as Angela from Norway. I mean, do you realize? Whatever, Christina and Tarek, flip-flop. <laughs> Stupid Jen. It's like it was not an ultimatum. Okay, fine. I almost committed suicide. I tried to. Okay. And they're like, whoa, what? what? And they just, and then, <laughs> we get the, then we get the top chef. Shring! And then yeah. they just sit there kind of looking around like, what? And she's like, because your friend is heartless and decided to drag me and my whole family. That's why. And Omar and Sharif weren't going to have a mom. And Sharif wasn't going to have a wife because of your friend. I'm like, okay, Jen, you know, come it's, on. You can't do that. That's bullshit. <laughs> that yeah, well, is it's crazy. Like, that is fucking crazy to use that in an art. I mean, she just goes so low. Everything she says, she did you read that stuff about her coming for a black blogger this week and calling him an Oreo and all of this other shit? I, I saw some headlines about it and I was like, I can't. She's even. just so low. She goes so low and she uses the worst things for anyone who's had to deal with suicide in their family or friends, which is probably most of us. For somebody to just throw that off so casually and use it in an argument like this when they're clearly in the wrong in the first place, mm-hmm. it's just so fucking gross, Jen. My God. And if you committed suicide, first of all, I believe in everybody's own right to their own body and life or lack of. You know what I mean? But to use that in a fight is just like, ugh. God. Yeah, it's like one of, this is like one of those weird things I feel like as a podcaster because obviously I'm never going to be up here and be like, oh, she didn't. I'm never going to doubt it because she has gone through. No, I'm not saying she's that. Only yeah. like, and I know you're not, I'm not, I know you're not saying that. Yeah. But like, like she is going through shit or whatever. But it does feel, and it feels in this argument like it was used to get everyone to shut up rather than something deeper. It's weird because it's that's such a deep thing that it's like like it feels weird to comment on it about like when's the right time to mention it or when's not the right time to mention it. Well, but this is clearly given not Jen, the right given time. the context of Jen. <laughs> like you can't help but like question the motivations of of, it just it felt it was just one of those things where i was like oh my god this show is wild this is a wild this is crazy yeah this is crazy it's nuts you can't do that you know yeah and so um she's like yeah jen shaw exposed on that day that happened on a day that was really bad for me with the trial and coach had to kick the door down because he didn't know what i was gonna do and he took me to the hospital and i was there two and a half days and you know all of that is terrible but if she's like saying it in a different scene where she's talking about what she's going through with this whole trial and stuff, it's different. But like when you're waiting until you're backed in a corner because you can't explain yourself from the fight, and then you're like, you made me want to kill myself. Like, oh, yeah, it was, it was gross. It was, de- it was, then, gr- it felt that something felt not quite right. Well, I mean, it's Jen, so it's like, of course it's not. But I just, I hate that she makes us talk about serious things in unserious ways, you know? It's like she brings up this shit at just, just, just she, it's the, she uses her victim shroud whenever she's in trouble, you know? And she brings up real thing, like she'll bring up race a lot when she, whenever she's in trouble, she'll just start using that or, and then she's turning around and calling someone a Noria. You know, it's like, she's just gross, okay? That's what I'm, I'm using a lot of words to say you're still fucking gross as ever. How dare you? So then we see the tweet 
that is supposed to be the evidence of what pushed Jen over the edge. And it's about Lisa. The whole tweet is about Lisa. Now it's from the yeah. shock supposed to count, but it's about Lisa. It says seems to what seems what Lisa did to a friend of 25 years was much, much worse than slap Angie influenced the cancellation of the caterer tried to cancel the charity for participating lied and continues to lie and puts her blast puts her on blast through trolls like you what is it like being the three percent of people who believe her shit i was like why are you showing that as evidence that's about lisa yeah i the whole thing just was uh had a lot of question marks for me like i'm glad uh that she appeared that like she seems to be fine and is still with us etc but the whole thing the timing of the revelation it was very curious to me. So, um, uh, so either way, well, then that also stops them in their tracks. Like that, well, they can't say anything to that, right? And that's the whole. That's kind of the purpose. That's kind of the purpose. So then, um, so then, you know, she's like, like, you know, what? you guys have no idea. You have no idea. And so Heather's like, look, 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 look. Okay, look, I love you. Okay, I have been right or die for you. And Jen's like, well, you don't know how hard it is. You, know, you hurt my feelings. You hurt my feelings. And Heather's like, but you need to recognize that we have a cycle. And Jen goes like, have I, like, I have to recognize the cycle. You all have cycles. It's my fucking fault. Okay. How do you think we got here from the beach? We took a bicycle. That's two cycles on one machine. <laughs> and then she runs off, you know, she walks off all mad. And so Lisa's like, well, the conversation is over because Jen just dropped something so heavy, even Bob the Builder couldn't move out. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> You're going to bring Bob the Builder into this? <laughs> Did you have nothing about flip-flops you could add? <laughs> I know. This is the flip-flop episode. So, <laughs> so Heather so is basically- like, yeah, look, she's just trying to up the ante. You know, it's like federal indictment, then it's suicide. And Lisa's like, and you're valid in your feelings, Heather. I hope you know that. Okay, your opinions, not so much. But your feelings, yeah, okay, you can have those. And Heather's like, let's stop making this about our issues, which we can work through slowly but surely until I've got someone on my side to come against you again. You know, yeah. for now, let's be a united front in supporting our friend while recognizing her toxic behavior and allowing ourselves to vent about it with each other. I'm like, oh, okay. So you're basically saying... Let's make a truce so we can talk shit about Jen together until yeah. she forgives one of us. I loved it because you always hear about the stuff happening on phone calls before a season begins. Like, no, we're just going to do it right here on camera. I was like, great. <laughs> Thanks for peeling away the curtain. So um, now Jen's back to the table and Lisa's like, Jen, I had no idea about flip-flops. How comfortable are they? Uh, listen, I've learned a lot of stuff, okay? And Jen's like, I'm done. I'm done. And what do you want me to say? Like, okay. So then Jen goes, when I finally kill myself, will everyone be like, oh, wow, she was telling the truth? Ugh. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I can't with her. I can't with her. So then Heather just rolls her eyes because Jen just stalks off. It's like she comes back and yells this, I'm going to kill myself. Then she just runs off again. So now we just see them going back to the van. And Lisa is cuddling Jen's shoulder. And Jen's just ignoring her, swiping her phone. And once again, everybody's kissing Jen's ass. Once again, Jen fucks everyone, and then everyone kisses her ass. Yep. Bullshit. This show's just bullshit. It's getting very frustrating. So Whitney and the other ladies who were surfing, Whitney's like, that was fun. And Dennis like, <laughs> yeah, it makes you take a step back 
and really appreciate life. Like eggs. There's so many different kinds of eggs. You really need to be choosy about them. And Andrew's like, yeah, sometimes you need to be in a quiet place, you know, to really focus on the good things. Because like when I'm home, it's like ding dong, you know, it's a horse breeder. Ding dong, it's another <laughs> horse breeder. Ding dong, it's a flower delivery person with flowers from Electra saying, thank you, mommy, I love you. <laughs> so I was going to share something with you. I was sitting with Heather and she was very open. I'm hoping that you'll be able to talk to her later today, Whitney. And Whitney's like, Heather is my very, very, very good friend. And I love her. But we have an awkward situation right now. I only see two pathways for Heather and I to get back to the way things were. Either I sweep it under the rug and then cover that rug with chocolate syrup and the rug gets fired. Or... I realize she has to, or Heather has to realize she hurt me. Realize. Realize. Oh my God, I almost said it wrong. God. Oh, oh, thank you, other me. What would I do without other me? I'm glad I'm not at the friendship break with other me. (laughs) Yeah, Heather needs to realize she hurt me. She's the chocolate syrup. (laughs) <laughs> so then in the kitchen, um, they start gathering again, you know, because they're all getting home. And Dan is like, is there water? What kind of water is it? And when he's like, we don't drink water, only wine. Ha, it's one o'clock somewhere. And Meredith is wearing like a Brooks Marks. <laughs> She's wearing a Brooks Marks cap. Stop with this. What did I the know. kid come out with one pair of jogging pants and sew a couple of gold buttons onto your blazer swimsuit? Give me a bro- <laughs> give me a break with this brook shit, okay? And it's in like this really tiny Photoshop font. You know, it's just like Brooks, Brooks, Marks, sold in Baby Gap exclusively. So then, yeah, Dana asks about when they say like, "Oh, we don't drink, we don't drink, we only drink wine here." Angie goes, "Hey, why don't you try to make coffee with the wine instead of the water and see what happens?" And I was like. Please don't put that out there because you know Whitney's going to be putting some Sauvignon Blanc in the Mr. Coffee. I'm so, that kind of person, you know. I wanted to get one of those soda machines where it makes soda. You know, you just like put flavorings yeah. in or whatever. That looks fun, right? And when people do it, they just go like this, like, like squeeze it. And it's like, <gasps> and then you have soda. I mean, that looks I could be my own Topo Chico, you know. That sounds so cool. But then I started looking up, like, can I make? Um, coffee like that? Like, can you put coffee in there? And they're like, no, it's going to explode the earth if you do that. And I was like, what's the fucking point <laughs> no. of this thing? <laughs> that was a... <laughs> Hello, I am Mr. Soda Stream, and you cannot put coffee inside me. Can so... I make uh, sparkling water out of ice cream? It's like, no! <laughs> Children all over the country will pass away. I'm like, okay, God. What about if I put a flip-flop in the soda stream? Will that make bubbles in the flip-flop? Will it be bubble souls? You should be a bubbly flip-flop because you're a bubbly flip-flopper! Are you a stream or are you soda? What are you? You're a flip-flopper! <laughs> Stupid. So, so um, Whitney's wait- like, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, well, this is funny. So, well, Whitney goes, I am real excited to see everyone's well, I thought she said everyone's Maryland-inspired looks tonight. I, I really thought that she, I was like, is Whitney throwing a theme party with a the theme of Maryland? But then I realized that was just her way of saying Marilyn Monroe. Or as she says it, she doesn't say Marilyn Monroe. She says Marilyn Monroe, <laughs> which subtle, but it drove me crazy the rest of the episode. But everyone knows I love a theme party. 
maybe we will finally say how we feel if we don't recognize each other in wigs. I have your hair, everybody. Hey, I have your hair, everybody. I have your hair, everybody. It's like, okay, Whitney. So then um, they get in the, there's, the other ladies are in the van. And Jen is still like, ah, 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 still like fake crying on the way back. And Heather's like, well, we have a very complicated relationship because that's what friendship is. And I went to that lunch wanting to criticize her. And now I just support her, mostly because she left the mushrooms to me. <laughs> By the way, um, I have a, uh, a dissenting opinion. I don't think that a complicated friendship is what is, relationship That's is. Not what, what friendship, friendship is? is. No, fuck, no, is. fuck that. I'm not staying in that friendship. Yeah, no, no way. I mean, so now they're occasionally, hugging. you know, it's like that hurt my feelings, and you're like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Maybe like one time every couple of years, but no, your friendship should not be like, um, so is she going to be a terrorist today, or <laughs> are yeah. we going to hug? You know. The friendship is like you wanna you wanna come over. Uh, I'm I'm making a salad or yeah. something like that. You know, very simple and transactional like that. You know, yeah. and a good transaction, not a bad transactional. It's everything's like. Which, by the way, this show is very transactional. Everything is like I did this for you because now, so therefore, I have earned loyalty points, like literal loyalty points. Everything on this show is about how much they have transacted with each other to earn you know, the title of most loyal friend. Yeah, and they do say, like, haven't I earned this? Haven't I earned a hall pass? And Heather, like, I think I've earned a break on this one. They're all talking about how much they've earned, Is, you know? Yeah, they're all acting like they're people who walked into Starbucks two, two days after their birthday, and they're still trying to get their free drink. It's like, sorry, that window closed. I earned this! <laughs> so Whitney delivers wigs to everybody's rooms, and Angie's like, I look like George Washington. No, you don't. And you don't have to give yourself Abraham Lincoln nose either for this scene. Because she does that contouring thing. Have you ever seen a contouring video on YouTube? You ladies are crazy with these contouring videos. They literally will take a dark brown smudge stick and make these huge lines and all over. And then a different colored smudge. They look crazy. They look like they're going to be in the Lion King. And then I they know. just start dabbing it. You know, and it's Listen. amazing what it can do, kind of, I guess. But Angie does that, and she's just really bad at it. And she does, like, two big things down the bridge of her nose and then barely <laughs> shades them in. Who are you trying to be? You're not signing the Constitution, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, I watched Love Island UK, so I've seen plenty of footage of ladies <laughs> contouring their faces. I mean, it's <laughs> it's like they just get the Sharpies out and then start blending. It's like so, trying to ice a sponge cake, you know? Like, that's what they're <laughs> trying to do. Or a soft cake. <laughs> it's like trying to make new lanes on a highway, you know, and then deciding you like the old lanes. It's like, oh, no. Put some you marks can down still there. see those other lanes <laughs> shining through. You're like, I still see the other lanes, lady. Okay, you're not you're not tricking anybody. Then you crash into a pylon because you don't know which <laughs> lines to follow. Exactly. So they all have these blonde wigs, but very few of them actually look like Marilyn Monroe hair. I think Dana's is is pretty good, although a lot of them kind of veer into Barbara Bush territory too. So uh, uh, yeah, Meredith it really does give you more respect for Mar Marilyn Monroe for pulling that off because everyone else looks like they should be carrying like a metal detector and walking along the beach waiting for beeps. <laughs> 
Yeah, there's like a lot of Helen Mirrens, I feel like, in those wigs. <laughs> there was like one Charlize Theron. There was not a Charlize maybe Theron. A, maybe Jane no. Atkins. Okay, I'll give you Jane Atkins. <laughs> maybe a Betty White. I mean, they, it looked crazy. By the way, <laughs> a Brenda Blethyn, today... of course. <laughs> Facebook is wild today. I sent this to you, Ronnie, but this cracked me up. Facebook suggested Diane Ladd be my friend today. I'm like, Diane Ladd? That's Laura Dern's mother. I mean, it's the be- that's the best that algorithms ever worked out for me. But Diane Ladd? What's happening over there? <laughs> Did you do it, by the way? I'm tempted. I'm tempted yes, to hit add it. friend. Do you do think it. Diane Ladd will have me? I just, but if, if I, I want Facebook now to send you someone wonderful. I want Facebook to send you like Ellen Burstyn. Oh, I'll, so, I'll show you who Facebook sent me because I looked right after you. I was like, I wonder if I got anybody good today. Maybe it's just that kind of day where we're all going to get these amazing like friend requests or friend suggestions. <laughs> From older actresses. Um, on Facebook. Look at mine. Look at this guy. Angie Dickinson. Rar. You see him? <gasps> It's Whoa. this hot guy who's all worked out without his shirt on. Christopher something. Christopher, oh, my God. Wow. This guy is too fine. I would never friend someone like that. I would be so insecure every time I post it on Facebook. I'm like, I wonder if that hot shirtless guy is looking at this. Wow. He's, so well, he's, in, much, he's in much better shape than Diane Ladd. How dare that you? That's not cool. <laughs> also, um, I think it's the quality of your other friends because you have a lot of, of celebrity friends. You've got Dom and you've got like you've got – a lot of like high caliber friends. I have like I a lot not. of improv. I have a lot of high caliber in the heart friends, you, you know, have, but yeah, I don't have, have like movie stars and stuff. And so I don't have movie stars. What are you talking about? I made friends with this hot, um, like slutty dude. Like he's so hot and he's so slutty and he's so sweet. Oh my God. He's so nice. And all, he's one of those who only poses in jock straps. And <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm looking at Facebook with my niece and then it's like, Oh my God, uncle. I'm like, it's not porn. It's just a slutty guy. I met at a party. But ever since I friended him, I start getting all of these guys popping yeah. up on my Facebook. And I'm like, wow, this is, this is how it is when you're thin. This is how everybody looks on your Facebook. When you like work out a lot, it's like one worked out person. They just start multiplying. <laughs> I, I got so I, now I went to look back at my friend request and I was like, oh my god, Diane, Diane Ladd's gone, but I just found her again. She's like I'm giving really a upset. thumbs up. <laughs> it's the best for it's like she's literally giving a thumbs up. Like it's like Laura Dern. It's like Laura Dern is like, okay, mother, please, I need to take a photo of you. Well, Laura, <laughs> I'm really not sure about this. Mother, do you have an Oscar or not? Because I certainly have one. Okay, put the thumbs up, mother. And it's actually very fitting for this conversation because in Wild at Heart, Diane Ladd goes crazy and gets a lipstick and just starts smudging it all over her face. <laughs> she was the she was the pioneer <laughs> of contouring, Diane Ladd. <laughs> <laughs> That's where contouring started. That's so perfect. <laughs> Diane Ladd started a revolution. <laughs> <laughs> so they all get these stupid blonde wigs on, um, and it looks like the cast of Red. Is that where all the older stars came back to? Was it I looked like they were about to have a heist. It was like one of those movies where, like, we're all gonna wa- we're all gonna walk in the casino looking like a Marilyn, and one of you is going to steal a bracelet. And they say, "Oh, it's a Marilyn." We'll be like, "Which one?" And meanwhile, Jen will be in the getaway car. And when they pull it over, they'll just see my little toddler driving it and say, "No baby could ever steal a necklace." We give up. <laughs> so, um, 
Whitney is such a bad planner. Okay, so she gives everybody Marilyn costumes. They all get dressed up, and then they go to the most Marilyn place of all, a charcuterie restaurant. A charcuterie restaurant. Also, by the way, Jen got her own wig. Jen's like, no, I'm going to use my own wig. I'm not going to use one of these Amazon wigs. And she comes out looking like Jessica Lange. I'm like, this doesn't even look anything like Marilyn Monroe. (laughs) Yeah, she doesn't even try. So um, Lisa's like, oh, my God, we were just talking about your kid cattery. And um, Whitney's like, yeah, let's face it. We all know these women love carcuteries. What better place to go than a carcuterie place? Can we do that over again? (laughs) Charlize Coutery is a great actress, and so we went to her restaurant. Wait, start from the top. From the top, please. We know what Marilyn Monroe loves. A good Diane Lattery tray. So what better place to take her? So, um, Some the like it charcuterie. Some like it cheese board. <laughs> Gentlemen prefer salamis. <laughs> Because we are living in a material world, and I am a material charcuterie. Which isn't Marilyn Monroe at all, but you get the point. (laughs) (laughs) But it's where our wig comes from. So the waiter comes over, and, uh, you know, another Addy head runs in. I think he's on, like, those little baby shoes with, like, skates on the heel, you know, where (laughs) people are walking, and then they just suddenly, like, zoom. Yeah. And he just comes in and he's like, hey, welcome, everybody. Um, This is what I like. The margarita flight. Get it. (laughs) Definitely get the margarita. I recommend the margarita. You should definitely get the margarita. He doesn't even. He's just like, my favorite thing, uh, the margarita flight. Get it. They're like, okay. (laughs) Sure. That guy sells the most specials of anybody. You know that guy gets every prize at the restaurant for selling the most specials that day. Yeah, it's like almost like he like learned everything from Republic. I was just amazed by his salesmanship. <laughs> so <laughs> one day I'll be lucky enough to work at Republic. He's like, I'm working at boards and movies, but someday I'm hoping to get back to Republic. <laughs> so um so they're like, Jed's like, So how was surfing? <laughs> and Whitney goes, I actually caught a wave. You know, when you catch a wave and then you drop, it was like only this big. But it was like it was like a wave. It's like thank you for describing waves, how they go up and down. <laughs> you know how when the water is like like it's it's kind of flat? I mean it's an ocean, so the water moves, but then it goes up and then it comes down. <laughs> yeah, Whitney. That's how oceans work. Have you ever noticed how water sometimes looks like the um the picture they have on like a tide bottle? It's like, yes, Whitney, that's why it's called tide, because those are called those are those are tides. It oh, a, it was a really fun day, but my my only complaint is that the water got in my mouth and it has salt in it. <laughs> I tried to make a sandcastle out of the ocean water, but it didn't stay still. So Meredith goes, "Well, I was the best surfer," because <laughs> she just sat out to the side, and then Angie goes, "Oh, she was surfing the web." We, uh, we were really surfing, but she was surfing the web, guys. She was surfing the web. Did you get Okay, because when you go on the internet, people will say that surfing the web, and she was on the side looking at the internet. Okay, who needs me to slow down here? Anyone? No? Dana's like, what kind of web were you surfing? 
And then um, they start playing this clown horror music. You know, it's like, ding, 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 ding. And Meredith's like, well, I want to know what happened when you left us starving to death to go dining. And it's a long pause. And Heather's like, well... Lunch was kind of like our relationship. It was hard, and there were highs, and there were lows. And Jen's like, huh. She's getting <laughs> on that. That's like a wave. Highs <laughs> and lows. Did your friendship get salt in your mouth? Gross. <laughs> Does your friendship have seaweed in it? So, um, so Whitney's like, do you feel like you got anywhere? Was it good? And Jen's like, well, we're not going to bring it up right now because it's, like, way too personal and emotional for me. <laughs> and Yeah, like, but, like, when you say us, do you mean the three of you or you two? What do you mean? I don't even know when you said us, but I'm saying that anyway right now. And Jen's like, the three of us! And she's like, oh, oh. And then Whitney, like, grabs <laughs> her sad. nose. Yeah, she, like, grabs her sinuses. Oh, is that what she was doing? Like, I don't know. I wrote down that she looked sad. Whitney's like... Oh no, three people. And so, and so Jen's like, okay, you want me to break it down for me? Okay, you're digging and you want to know? Okay, I told them I tried to commit suicide and then Sharif had to take me to the hospital. So that's why you and Angie Harrington hit like my husband so hard because like I did try to take my life. Is that what you want to know? Because like you want to dig it, 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 dig it. Oh, the charcuterie's here. Cool. And Whitney like pulls her face, her like that face, <laughs> and she's like, well, break the pumps. I wasn't there. I didn't know they talked about sweet side. Shouldn't I get a hall pass right now? Haven't I earned that? <laughs> yeah. Jen goes, okay, well, since you're being like very inquisitive right now, I have questions, okay? Because it kept coming up today at lunch where Heather kept on saying like you all talk, like Heather was saying, Jen, you talk shit, okay, about me and about, about the hot tub. So like, what the hell is that about? Jen's basically asking like, why did you guys narc on me? Because I was talking shit in the hot tub. Yeah, she's also changing the focus of <laughs> of who's in trouble, right? So she's like, yeah, so say that while we're putting things on the table. Speaking of things putting on the table, you are going to have a brie tray. Like, Thank you, waiter. <laughs> so then um, Whitney's like, but I have talked to Heather multiple times. And Heather's like, I am horrified but i'd also like to really hear this because i didn't realize that there were still unfinished feelings and so this is new this is new really you've been talking all day about how you're not friends with whitney anymore and you hate it how is this new? yeah and lisa's like you've heard it all before and there's like well why is she telling you guys and not me because I've told you multiple times, and you don't hear me. Every time I tell you how I'm feeling, you talk over me and deflect and get defensive and leave. Yeah, and um, that's also how I tell you. That's also how you react when I tell you how I'm feeling. <laughs> well, which is it? <laughs> um, so then what are you we filling see up? her. Whitney's trying to make it, and this is important because. Whitney's trying to make it like Heather's this big physical abuser. And um, we see the clip of Heather coming up and getting her finger in Heather's face and then Heather pushing her out of the way. <laughs> Which I know that Heather did the actual touching, but you can't get in someone's face and not expect, you have to get pushed out of the way to walk past, you know? I yeah, stick more with that. Of, yeah, I, I feel like on the spectrum of violence, that it didn't really strike me as being particularly violent. So then yeah. Heather is like... Um, when it's like, I've tried so many times. And Heather says, 
Well, tell me now, because it seems like you've been at the source of a lot of this stuff, a lot of this stuff. So Winnie's like, I haven't been the source of any of it. You know who puts me as the source? It's you, because you're in turmoil. You wrote me into it. You're like a wave. You know about waves, right? And then we see that she, well, sorry that I didn't know that Whitney was going to show up with a matching outfit with Angie H or whatever. And Whitney's like, yeah, last night when you were at a point of resolving, you would take it and then you would spin it like an ocean. And Jen's <laughs> like, um, you need to be careful right now because that is not what happened. And Lisa's like, oh my God, here we go again. It's like deja vu. <gasps> okay, deja queso. If it doesn't suit a narrative, Jen and Heather are, are like happy, like when you have a problem with Heather and Jen. Like if it doesn't matter if it's based on lies, if you don't go along with Heather and Jen, you're the problem. Yeah, kind of true. So Heather's like, I would never intentionally do anything to hurt you and i would never say otherwise at this table have i ever said anything otherwise have i ever said anything mean about whitney and then as a flashback of heather saying you did i didn't lose you you lost me bitch which to be honest i didn't really think that like that's really of of terrible things to say i really think that was pretty okay that was yeah, I'm Team Heather in this fight. Whitney comes in there with some bullshit that she's pulled out of her butt, starts accusing people of saying things they never said. Then she says, oh, Heather, you heard this rumor about Jizz for Jazz, and why aren't you saying anything? And Heather's like, no, I didn't. And she's like, yes, you did. You can't force somebody into a confrontation with your agenda. With a messy rumor. Yeah, yeah, we've already talked about it for hours, but yeah, still Team Heather on this one. So she's like, Heather, look at me, Heather. And she's like, well, if I've said something otherwise, I'd really like to hear it because she's doing that thing where she's just going to talk over you so you can't make a point. And Whitney's like, look at me. Yeah, but she said, I mean, other, otherwise to all of you, hasn't she? All of you, all of you who probably knew that she was going to show up dressed just like Angie Harrington because that's the real issue right now. <laughs> look, she is roping everyone in. Every time I try to speak and make a point, you get defensive and deflect. And Heather's like, well, you know what? The floor is yours. No, it belongs to the restaurant. You can't do those things. They bought it and they built it. You can't make those promises. I just asked you five times to hear me and you won't hear me. And then there's silence and then there's stress music. And Heather's like, what? planet is Whitney living on? I mean, I feel like this is Alice in Wonderland, and I'm talking to the Cheshire Cat. But you're not hearing me. Okay, you guys need to officially get some writers in the diary room. <laughs> Every single one of you needs it. What are you people talking about today? Alice in Wonderland? Flip-flops? <laughs> I feel like I just walked into a Journeys and bought some flip-flops, and they said, do you want some socks with that? And I said, they're flip-flops. They said, but you still might need socks for a different shoe. And I'm like, what is happening here? And um, so Whitney's Wait, like, I just well, want to say, though, I just want to say, though, that, like, Whitney is this person who drives me nuts, where she's like, you're not, you're not hearing me. And Heather says, okay, I'm listening. And then Whitney goes, no, you're not. I'm like, uh, just say it. She's telling you to speak to her. I know it starts making them all crazy. It's so funny. Because Whitney's like, this is my Marilyn party, and I'm going to be the star of this party. I'm like, okay, Whitney, do your thing. And she's like, I forgot. 
<laughs> I'd like to order your famous PB&J. Uh, ma'am, this is a charcuterie. You don't listen to me. <laughs> listen, you don't hear me. When I have needed you, you say you don't remember the conversation. She goes, oh, when, have I, when have I muted you? Like, what are you saying? What are you seeing this rumor that I never even signed up for with me? Yeah, because I know that you know the rumor. And you said it yourself in Los Angeles that you heard a lot of stuff that you didn't talk about. Okay, well, she said she heard a lot of stuff that she didn't talk about, which means she didn't talk about it. So why does she have to be in trouble for something? You know, if Mer- you had any more yeah. than that, you would have said it by now. And then Meredith, Meredith always reacts at like a digital assistant whose name you accidentally said. She's like, burp, burp. she's like, oh, hello, how can I help you? Whitney, when you and I started a rumor that I never heard either. Yes, I am at this dinner and I have been activated suddenly. Uh, and Whitney's like, but I have taken accountability. She's like, no, you haven't. Lisa, she's 100% taking accountability. Well, you told Heather that Jen told Lisa, and then Lisa told John, and John told Seth that I started these rumors, which did not happen. So I told Seth to tell John to tell Lisa to tell you that these rumors did not happen. The weather, by the way, is 63 degrees. There'll be some light clouds, but tomorrow will be sunny. And the fastest route home is to take 77 up to 38 and make a left. And their drive time should be about 13 minutes. Boop, boop. If you say thank you to my driver, we will donate five dollars to your Amazon delivery person at no charge to you. Uh, So, um, Whitney's like, hey, can we give Meredith some bread to soak up that alcohol? Clearly she doesn't remember. We've gone over this about a gazillion times. You started talking about Lisa first. I piled on with what I knew. (sighs) And she's like, yeah, I know, but you walked in like, you what? Oh, she goes, I knew this because... I remember when you came to my house and I had to do dishes. And she's like, um, but the conversation didn't start till we walked outside, Whitney. And she goes, I know, but when you walked in, you walked in like this. Hmm. So I knew. She's like, but that's my resting face. Like, what do you want me to do? No, but it was more like, hmm. yeah, that's my normal face. I'm a vibes girl. I'm a vibes girl. And you came in uncomfortable because you knew you were going to have a conversation. I got that vibe. So then she's like, yeah. And what you need to realize here is, you know, you have to be accountable to the part you played. And Heather's like, talk about accountability. Whitney hasn't opened up to anything. She said in the hot tub. (laughs) Yeah. So Jen's like, yeah, because at the hot tub, Whitney told us that like she was making taking a friend break from you. And Heather's like, oh shit, that's news to me. News to me. I didn't realize that. But that. And Whitney goes, but that's what this is. This is a friend break. You know, me talking to you like a friend right now is a friend break. And Jen's like, I thought she talked to you about it. And she's like, no, never. And every time I see her, we love on each other. We show up and um 
we show up in matching outfits like this. We have the same hair. Look at us. We're both blonde. How could I know that Whitney didn't like me anymore? And Whitney's like, no, this is what happens. She goes, well, team up, sister, because that's complete bullshit. And I've not done anything to deserve that. And to me, loyalty is a deal breaker. So deal broken. Deal broken. And Jen's like, can I break something down real quickly? Okay, from an outside perspective. Okay, when we were in the hot tub, Whitney said... I didn't get to know you guys because I just did what Heather told me to do. And Heather's like, but Jen, I am, by the way, that has nothing to do with having an outsider perspective. That's just you being messy. So Heather's like, I am ride or die for Jen. And Whitney's like, yeah, but sometimes I feel like Heather was like, what the fuck? Like you give Jen so many graces when I feel like I haven't been in as big fights as you two have. And she shows more loyalty than me to her, to you, because loyalty, hot tubs, hot tubs, loyalty, fill, friend like, break. I get it. I get it. I get that. I get it. She's like, yeah, but why don't I get as much loyalty as her family and closest friends? And Heather's like, my love for you is overpowering this BS you're trying to stir up. That's it right there. You said bullshit. You said our friendship is bullshit. You said the ocean is bullshit. How could you? <laughs> Well, it feels like bullshit. Well, that is why we're on a friend break, okay? Because our issues aren't that deep. And the fact that we can't have a chat or have a conversation is why we're on a friend break right now. And then Heather's not winning this, so she's going to change it again. She's like, you made it very deep right now. And Lisa's going to bat for you. Wow, never would have known about these rumors. Never. Oh, wait, where's the Lisa? I looked away and lost my notes. Well, no. Well, it doesn't matter because Whitney goes, you're deflecting and getting louder than me. And Heather's like, I am being silent. Listen, I am being silent as a mouse. So let's hear it. And Whitney goes, no. (laughs) (laughs) She goes, oh, now you don't want the opportunity? You don't want the opportunity? And Whitney claps, you're doing it again right now, Heather. And she goes, just say what you want to say. And Whitney goes, I have... (laughs) That's like, she literally has not, she's just commenting about the situation, but not saying what's on her mind. So now Whitney stands up and she's uh, like, I just said it to you and you talked over. Heather goes, you did not. I'm sorry that I did not hear you. I'm also sorry that you hated Lisa until this very moment. And now you love her. <laughs> this is so good. Cause this is such a Whitney walk off. She gets up to walk off and then she w- just walks like two feet away and faces away. I'm facing the silent corner now. <laughs> I'm stepping away from the charcuterie for one second, and now I'm walking back to charcuterie. Ha! So Lisa's like, can you guys just stop? And she's like, no, we can't. And she's like, you know, listen, you know, I know what Heather's doing. She's trying to make us the issue, me being friends with Whitney the issue, and she's trying to make it about everyone else than her, so she doesn't have to deal with it, but we're gonna deal with Heather's issues today. And Heather's like, everyone, be quiet. Be quiet, everyone. I need to hear Whitney. And Whitney goes, that's demeaning. <laughs> well, Meredith goes, okay, all right. Let me, okay. The time is 6.03 p.m. Heather, you're taking things at face value and she's attributing the meanings because of the dynamic that's going on. She made, she meant it at face value, so take it at face value and let's move on. Speak. 
You are my really good friend, but I'm trying to tell you I need boundaries and space. Well, friendship break is the term used with these ladies. And Lisa's like, no, she didn't. She never used the word friendship break. You know what she said? Lisa, let Whitney speak. And she wants to be heard right now. Everybody, shh. No, sh- no, everybody, no, no. Everybody, sh- Can we turn down the air conditioning? It's making too much noise. We all want to hear Whitney <laughs> speak. I just want to say for the record, though, she never said, I want a friendship break. She said, give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Very different. Very different. And I said, I love you, but I've only brought enough supplies to last for three days. <laughs> so um, Jen, Jen's like, yeah, you know, um, Whitney wants to talk. But you know what, Whitney? Find your little bitchy your little itty bitty voice, bitch. This is the time to use that voice you've been trying to use for three years. And when he goes, this is the point I'm trying to make. And Heather just rolls her eyes and Jen goes, oh my God. Because you know this was like an hour of filming where Whitney kept walking off and then coming back in going, now I'm going to say it. I don't want to. <laughs> this is why I'm having the boundaries. You're saying a friendship is bullshit. That is why I'm putting up a boundary because that fucking hurts me, Heather. It hurts. I literally told you that I am processing childhood abuse and then you lay hands on me and push me. You're not hearing me. You're not listening to me. Every time I talk, you talk over me. Oh my God, Whitney, you ding dong. She didn't say your friendship is bullshit. She said you're peddling bullshit and she's too good of friends with you to let that slide. And you... You, she didn't put her hands on you when you were processing childhood abuse. She put her hands on you when you got her finger in her face and tried to block her between the table and the wall. I mean, while, what are you doing? While trying to like intertwine her with semen rumors. So then Heather's, she's like, you know, I, I have trust issues and Heather is the first person outside of Justin that I fully trust. And I have never felt this let down by a friend before i'm being real and you're making a mockery of it and being immature and messy and that is how i feel and then you call me bullshit (laughs) when did i say those words i said this this is bullshit let me do a helicopter with my finger this is bullshit i support you i have your products in my store and now you just throw me to the wolves to climb up lisa's asshole and she goes i am not up her asshole and if i were angie h probably told you about it in a game (laughs) lisa goes how did this become about me i have nothing to do with the issues between heather and whitney i feel like i'm at the state fair and they're trying to win with a like with a prize and like i'm like a plushie so like basically like you walk at the state fair and then you make a left you see your friend you're like hi and then there's like that game with like the water and like you shoot the water and and the horses go and at the end you could win like a plushie and like i'm like the plushie that they want have i really you understand the joke right i can explain it from the top Heather's like, I'm sorry that no one hears you, Whitney. Okay, just think of the words tonight, because it's ridiculous and petty. Just, this, this is gaslighting to make me feel crazy. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I have to say, Whitney is one of the biggest ding-dongs 
But she is one of the only person, the only people who know what gaslighting means on Bravo. So that's good, because that is what it is. Somebody trying to make you feel like they're crazy. So she's like, well, I'm not accepting your apology. I'm literally going through trauma, Heather. And I don't like that I have to scream and yell for people to hurt me. I'm sorry, I'm still just, I'm just, for me, what I'm processing is I'm finally letting the image of going to a fair and winning a plushie that is like the shape of Lisa Barlow. <laughs> it's like a stick figure holding a big plushie diet coke. Could you imagine a plushie Lisa Barlow? Like, congratulations, you won. Here's your mouth plushie. wide open, hitting the jaw, hitting the floor. Like. <laughs> so anyway, Heather goes, okay, you know what? I hear you. I hear you. I'm sorry this happened to you. I am sorry. And when he goes, but it's not about what happened. It's about you and I. I'm like, then why are you bringing it up? Say it. Fucking A. So Lisa's like, I think we need a breather. Can we take 10 on this fight? Okay. I'm going to go visit craft services. The charcuterie is bullshit. Is there a Kit Kat table? Is there a Kit Kat table? (laughs) So when he goes, no, no, no more breathers. Do you have to breathe when you're in the ocean? Yes, actually, you do. Fine. Heather goes, no, we're, listen, we are good. Let's go home. Um, she's like, I don't even recognize her, and I'm sick of giving her grace for how she's dealing with me. Haven't I earned more than this in our relationship? So then uh, now <laughs> I they carry her products at the front desk of G-Lab and Laser. Haven't I earned some grace? So they decide that they're going to go to a club. And Lisa's like, I'll go to the club. And I can go to Lisa Barlow. It's not a Marilyn Monroe. I would like to go to Lisa Barlow. It's that playful voice. And so then um, Jen's like, oh, my God, Heather, that's fucked up. Like, she didn't even tell you you were on a friendship break? (laughs) Yeah. And so so they start heading. They headed basically off to a gay bar. And there's a lot of, like, Jen going, bitch, yes, yes, bitch. Jen Shaw is here to liven this shit up. You're welcome. It's like tomorrow on the on the news. 35 gay men had their wallets stolen in Pacific Beach. And then, coincidentally, their grandmothers were robbed that very same <laughs> night. Um, so, you know, it's just bars partying. Then they're having some pizza back in the Sprinter on the way home. And so they get home and they're drunk, you know? And Jen's like, oh my God, my shoes! Where the fuck are my shoes? Oh, really? Yeah, and they're... Wow, how weird. Worried <laughs> about your shoes? It's totally normal not to have shoes. Yeah, it's... um, They are all, like, really messy. I think at one point, Heather throws a glass in the, in the front door. They're getting locked in. They're locked out. They're locked... They, they get in. There's, like, chips. All of a sudden, Jen and Heather are just, like, running around just topless with their boobs out, pressing their boobs against, like, any surface <laughs> they can find. <laughs> So Lisa's like, I've got to go to bed. They're on a different level. And Jen just puts her boobs up against the window. (laughs) Um, So then um, they're chanting, show your dits. And Angie's just up in the balcony going, Heather, this is a side of you I've never seen before, Heather. And um, the producer's asking Heather if it feels like college. And she's like, no, because in college we had a laminated dog on our dorm room door if we were with a boy past 9.30 at night. I mean, please. I'm a bitch, but I'm a fun bitch. I'm the good time girl, remember? Bloop. Bloop. <laughs> so there's just like more. And then at one point, Whitney wants to take her wig off and Jen is helping her and she's, oh no, Lisa's helping her and Whitney's like, oh no, I think they glued my wig to my scalp. I can't get off. If this doesn't come off. And Lisa's like, oh, oh, they're just clipped. Oh, thank God. 
Be real. Be real. So Lisa goes to bed, and then it's 3 a.m., and Jen and Bed are rolling all over, Jen and Heather are rolling all over a bed, twerking, getting spanked, and spanking each other, and then they're putting boobs on the windows, and everybody just loves each other. And that was twin 320. And then we get the footage of the hallway, like something horrible is about to happen, but nothing happens. And then yeah. Heather goes to her room and she closes the door and it's 328 and she locks the door and she turns off the light. And then it's 450 AM and someone's trying to get open the door. Laura, so to- Laura, are you in there? It's Diane Ladd. <laughs> Diane Ladd is at the door. <laughs> Yeah, I love Heather's um, survival instincts. It's 4.15 in the morning and someone's desperately getting into her room, so she just is going to open the door (laughs) to see who might be on the other side. Um, And then after that, then it's like, dun, 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 dun. And now it's seven hours later. And Heather texts, Meredith, can you come to my room right now? And Meredith goes into Heather's room and Jen's already there. And Heather's wearing sunglasses. And Meredith is like, wow, you guys are saving me from Dana and her inquisition about today's eggs. Thank you. Oh, you guys are scaring me now, the way you're acting. Just oh, like, Get scaring. over here and sit down, Meredith. Sit down. And so she does. And then Heather takes up her sunglasses and she's got the big shiner. Her eyes swollen shut. And Meredith is like, <laughs> And she has scratches on her arm, which we also did not know about. And Meredith goes, when did this happen? And was a toddler injured in the process? Yeah, so that's crazy because they made it throughout the season. It seemed like, well, she probably fell or something. But now it looks like a tussle. Like someone's trying to open her door and then she's covered in scratches. I am very intrigued to see. I'm like. I I am desperate to find out what happened. I cannot. I I I I don't want to even have to wait a week. I I know because it seems like Whitney came in and kicked her ass or something, but that couldn't have happened, could it? I I don't know. But by the way, uh, standing ovation for the producers of Salt Lake City for finally realizing after the Real Housewives have been on the air for like fifteen years to put up GoPros in every room of the vacation house. Thank you, thank you, thank you for finally doing this for us. Yes, it's probably Kathy Hilton. Like, mom gonna ruin my sister's life. (laughs) It was Kathy Hilton showing up (laughs) to request (laughs) Billie Jean in Heather's room. I just wanted Billie Jean. You're gonna do the conga line with me, right? Right? All right, so everybody. Well, it. thanks so much. This has been a good time. A long ass recap. My God, it was a sorry. big episode. It was a super sized episode. You know, listen, sandcastles had to be discussed. Right. All right. Well, we'll be back tomorrow with some Vinta House in, and then next week with a ton of other stuff. You know how it rolls. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for being here. Bye, everyone. Bye. Watch what crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Saboni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila. 
She's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas. She don't miss no Trickolus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie. She has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. She's always supplying. It's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. You're never alone with Lacey Monteleon. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg. You can't have a burger without the Berg. Sarah Greenwood. She only uses her power for good. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Let's get real with Caitlin O'Neill. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Better do what she says. It's Elva Enriquez. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. Undo your fasteners. It's Aaron Kastner. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. She's not harsh. She's Jill Hirsch. We will, we will, Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. We love him madly. It's Kyle Pod Shadley. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. She's a good hobby. It's Lauren Hobgood. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. She's the queen bee. It's Sarah Lemke. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kutar. We love you guys.